Recorded live at the Hawk's Nest on the summit in Pataskala, Ohio. This is Garage Days, underproduced <laughs> and over the top. I'm your host, Arch Madness. And before I introduce my guest, I want to I hip you to something, something cool that I've added to the Garage Days brand. Is it a brand? It's a brand. It's, is, it, is it a brand, Fly Pattern Bob? There's going to be a new edition on Fridays. It's called the Garage Days Weekly Top 10. And the top 10 songs that are played here in the Hawk's Nest, the tagline, check this out, bro. Guess you'll even dig this. The tagline is, it could be something old, something new, something local, or Motley Crue. <laughs> see? see? <laughs> right? That's, that's kind but of... But only a select... No, I know, a couple man. of albums. So I'll, uh, exa- well, yes, that's for a whole other topic that yeah. we're going to actually lead off with. So I'll read the weekly top 10 at the end of every show, and then I'm going to post it every Friday along with a new Garage Days episode. And, and songs could, they could remain in the top 10 for weeks, or they could be a one and done. So that's kind of what we're dealing with. But uh, it really is going to be a revolving rock and roll door of what we listen to here in the Hawks Nest. So uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, man. So I think it'll be it'll be fun. And here's the deal: if you have a a top ten yourself, you can always email me at archieqfm96.com. All right, today's guest, true friend of the show. He's been on my podcast a few different times. He is a former Columbus radio personality. He is. The uh, tour manager for Enough's Enough. Welcome back to the Hawk's Nest, Mike Beasley. Austin, mm. what is up? Hey, how you doing, man? How are you, Arch? Thanks we for do, yeah. having me, and thanks for clapping. Well, I know. I thought I there's, we actually it. have a studio audience, yeah. and you'd think they would kind of, uh, they're just gonna, you're going to hear their beer cans. Yeah, yeah. From time I, to time. I've heard them toss the cans I, aside respect. They're, they're saying, hey, you told us to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> See? They so, do what uh, they're told. Uh, Flight Pattern Bob is here. And uh, Mike, you're going to appreciate Beasley. You're going to really yeah. uh, appreciate the, the role that he plays on this show. And then we've also got uh, Heartland and uh, Crazy Train Dwayne. Yeah. I had to call him Crazy Train now because uh, there's a Night Ranger John and Night Train Dwayne. There was just a lot of... It was tough, bro. Yeah. The alliteration yeah. Was, 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 uh, was, was tough. So... See what we tell you. <laughs> There's uh, Mike from Thurman's. Yeah, right uh, honking his horn. Couple of burgers, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mike, how are you, man? I'm good, dude. I'm good. We went to Winger together, so that's the first time we've kind of yeah, had a couple a, nights we, ago. First chance we had to kind of hang out since yeah. I saw you at the King of Clubs for the Enough's Enough show. Yeah, um, great show, by the way. And it was a great show. Both bands, killer. I, I can't wait. Fire! I cannot wait to talk about that tour. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get into that, Mike. Okay. But it's like, well, what else are we gonna talk about before we even get in? Because there's some enoughs enough news as well from what I was reading on Facebook today, and hopefully you'll have the yeah. the, the insight on Absolutely. on that. Um, but I'm on Facebook and I see John Karabi puts up. You know what I really should have done was found. Uh, John, this is why it's underproduced. Underproduced, for sure. I'm going to find his we, you, uh, his Facebook page. So here's the deal. I see where John Karabi, and I did hear some things over the weekend. that Now, you saw the video of Vince Neal, like, getting the uh, whatever that is. It's like they hook him up to something. It's supposed to melt fat and turn yeah, into I muscle. Yeah, I saw about that, but, you know, okay. whatever. Well, there was a little bit of a story. Then, I, you know, I just think it was internet trolls, and people were saying, hey, right. they should get Karabi. Oh, okay? yeah, okay, that's how And it just do that. Then. So then it, it, then it just turned into this whole thing about how uh, there was these secret rehearsals, and there was some website that put that up uh-huh. about these, or a Facebook page or click something. Bait. It was clickbait, for sure. Yeah. So anyway, I see, uh, 
I see his uh, his message this morning, and it says, I'm going to go ahead and read it. And the cool thing was, then I look, and I see where Mike Beasley <laughs> commented on it. Yeah. I was like, well, dude, let's start the show off yeah. with this. So this is what Karabi says. Okay, gang, I've received a ton of messages from a lot of you who have uh, unfortunately fallen for this crock of shit. <laughs> Here's the real deal. I can categorically state here once and for all that the chance of my return to Motley are 0%. There's no way Nikki ordered an ultimatum to Vince and used me as leverage. Number two, there was absolutely zero secret rehearsals. And number three, and this you're going to agree with this, after my incredibly stupid portrayal in the Dirt movie yeah. and the ludicrous shitty statements of one of the band members in regards to my contributions. Who was that, And I, I think that was Tommy. Oh, really? See, I don't know. Let's yeah. not. Here we go. Yeah. I don't want them. I don't want Gene Simmons' lawyers coming after us. <laughs> I, I don't know. I assumed it was because I don't think Nikki really doesn't say shit about Karabi. He just kind of, but after I, the settlement I, I and stuff. Would. I mean, I, okay. I'm sure one of those guys would say. So shit. it says, "Don't buy into this clickbait bullshit." He goes, "I wish Tommy, Nikki, Mick, and Vince uh, the best on their tour and their future endeavors." Out, Karabi. So, yeah. okay, I love I love John Karabi. I, so I, do I. I. I really do. But I told you I was listening to Union on the way over here tonight. <laughs> But don't you think, Mike, I mean, it's the same reason where I'm like with Wolfgang. It's like, Wolfgang, shut the hell up, you know, shut yeah. the hell up. I mean, yeah. you don't need to acknowledge every troll. Yeah. I know. And he certainly does. And Wolfgang, it's, and it's I kind know, of funny to see I don't, some of that, but I don't yeah, look at it enough I, to. But who really wants to see him play Panama? I don't. Oh, yeah, so, I don't so, either. So back, back to John Karabi, I just think it just seems like. I, I don't know. Was anybody really calling for that? I mean, I, like I said, I saw some comments online, but I just pictured it as just bullshit. It's yeah. what John's saying it is. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, they're not going to do anything with Karabi when there's a billion-dollar mm. tour on the line mm. coming mm. up. You know, they're not going to... I mean, I would love to see them tour well, with Karabi. Well, I, Karabi's remember, very... If you remember back then, it's stiffed. They had to cancel I know, I know. But days. he's also very savvy online and with a new single out. Talking yeah. about John Crabbe, and that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't. Any press I don't, is good press. Amen. Yeah. Amen. He's and been on enough Kiss cruises. He knows. Yeah, he does. But I it's, love Karabi. But I, I do too because he still has pipes. He still sounds really. He good. He still sounds great. And and you, I love the Union Records uh, yeah, record. Me too. That for, that that was awesome. The first it, one. I, I'm. <laughs> but and as much as we make out of uh, of you know that '94 Motley Crue album, I, the comment that you made, which was very funny, you said. Too Fast for Love, Shout the Devil, and the 94 album. Yeah. Those are their three best. Yeah. That's the... I, I mean, and, and I, you and I, we've done a, a podcast on Absolutely. Right. So I feel the same way you do. You know. But I do... And, and Beasley, as far as uh, Dr. Feelgood, I think it's... it's That's a very well done... Look, if people are going to say that the 94 record isn't Motley Crue... Then right. guess what? Dr. Feelgood really wasn't either. It was a totally different sound. I just thought, oh, I thought I, that was yeah, so I, overproduced. But I, yeah. I, but if you listen back to it, it's a really good rock record. I'd have to listen it's, again, but I just can't stand the song, Dr. Feelgood. I can't stand I, I, Kickstart My Heart. Okay, all right. But it, from a the production only song that I standpoint. Like is right. Don't Go Away Mad. I do. I love that I one, too. I think the whole message that I think it's so cool, yes. just go away. And it sounds good, but the yeah. production on it, I, I don't know. There's a whole thing you could go off on. I mean, as far as Bob Rock. And yeah, how he brings the best. I, okay. Yeah. He brings the best out of the bands, but it also. There's a cost. There is a cost. There's a cost. There's when, a cost. When you hear. Uh, the black, dude, I, I love the Black Album and I love Dr. Feelgood, but I'm not comparing either one of them to Shout the Devil, 
Too Fast for Love, Master Puppets, Ride the Lightning. Oh man, you, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, for sure. I mean that, and that's what I'm talking about. Tom so, Worman, I'll take any day over right. Bob Rock. Rick Rubin, who produced the Cults Electric album, which is a masterpiece as far as I'm concerned. You're a huge cult guy, yeah, man, big time. And then Bob Rock does Sonic Temple. Sonic does very, very well, and it took him to the next level. But if you ask me which cult record would you like to listen to, I'm taking uh, Electric all day just because of the stripped-down production. I'm a less-is-more guy, you know, and I like Mutt Langs and all that, but, you know, I like Def Leppard before Mutt Lang got a hold of him, yeah. you know, although Back in Black is still kick-ass and it's heavy. He tends to... In my opinion, anyway. you sell your soul sometimes with these yeah. amazing producers. You get huge hits, but it kind of it there's it does something. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. You're gonna sacrifice something for this, and you do, and you do. But you know, yeah, it affords you to still be able. These bands are still able to go out and, and tour and and play live and put new music out. Even though, how many times have you been to a show? And, and you hear the singer, this is on our new record. It's like, all right, I got to go <laughs> oh, take no. a leak or I'm going to go mm-hmm. do something else than listen to this or try to avoid this until I hear right. something I, you know, I want to hear. Yeah, you know? it's a tough one, man. Yeah. You know who used to do that? Cronin for REO Speedwagon. You go see REO Speedwagon. Ah, we're going to play. He'd, ta- he'd tell a story for like 20 minutes. Yeah, and then and he'd then play a like, new right. song. And then we're going to get a new song out of yeah. that. It's like, you're no. like, you bastard. Don't do that, Kevin. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't, don't do that. Mm. All right, so... If I'm going to pick an Enough's Enough album, I'm going to take Strength. This is oh, how yeah? we're going to transition wow. right into Enough's Enough. Man. What do you have? Do you, oh, are you, you're geez. a Dissonance guy. I love Dissonance. I know, I but know. if you're talking classic lineup, Enough's Enough. Strength, and then a close second is the first one. And then at a close third is yeah. 1985. Oof. I, I love went, that I got you. I got gotcha. you. I, gotcha. I, lo- I mean, Strength, there's so many. It's like... You can tell the difference in the band. They matured a little bit. You know, and I, I like that in a second album. I like to hear that the band is Anthony Quarter last week from Tora Tora. I made that. I almost brought oh, up the strength. I, but I'm sure people are like, okay, dude, we get it. You love enough. <laughs> yeah. But you, you, you know what I mean? So it was almost, I almost threw that out because I thought that what they did uh, from their first record, I thought Wild America, you, you can say that first one's better, but just sonically and the, the songs they were writing, it was just a different a different vibe. You could tell they grew up, yeah, whether it was for the yeah, good or the bad. Yeah. I thought it was for the good, and I thought yeah. it was for the good for, for Enough's Enough as Yeah, well. all those second albums that those bands did, I thought, you know, Badlands, first album, excellent. Right. Second, not, uh, you know, awesome. I mean, right. it is awesome. Right. I mean, you know, some people would say, which is better? You know, I don't know, man, but I really love their cover of Fire and Rain, and I love Voodoo High. I love mm. that album. Okay, so then the second Dangerous Toys album comes out. It's pretty kick-ass, too. First one, I think, still edges it out, but it's not a bad album. You know, uh, the second Bang Tango record, Dancing on Cold. Dancing on Cold. You know, like all these bands that had their first in the, in the last of the 80s, then their second one still don't suck. I got to throw one at you because part. everybody here has to answer this question. Saigon Kick, is it the first one or the Lizard? I don't, I never got into this. You weren't into Saigon. Okay, no. well, you, let me mark this down. <laughs> Beasley is not on the, detention? no, you're just not on the Saigon Kick Symposium. No. I'm putting it together. No. Are you putting one together? Put, well, yes, I Get I a hold do. of Tori, the guitar player for it's, enough. So, now, which one is his favorite, just from your contact, would you want to say? First one, maybe. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We have a lot of people on that side. Yeah. So we I get, need more you know on the what? I don't know. Side. He always surprises me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. But, um, I know he's a big fan of theirs. Um, so, yeah, moving into 
enough's enough. So let's let's get into it. I want to talk about the uh, straight out of quarantine tour. But before we even get to that, uh, we record this on Wednesdays. Uh, there was some news this morning in the Enough's Enough camp. And so Danny hurt his foot. What, what's what's the yeah, story on this? Because well, I saw where shows, uh, was it the October shows or something like September. that? September. September, my yeah, bad. Right on, yeah. right on. We've had to miss like 10 shows this month in September. Okay. Because back in July, um, we were on tour, you know, with Faster and then no quarantine, right? Is that yeah. what it was called? Yeah, I the think no so. That's what tour. I've been yeah. calling it. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were out and um after you know we went on enough's enough played and then faster pussycat so dan and chad stewart who's another friend of the show and a yes local he Ohioan, is yes he is he um would him and dan shared a drum kit so the only thing we did was we had to change out the cymbals and 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 change out the snare drum for gotcha. dan to use gotcha so chad uses his own snare and cymbals dan uses his uh it's common practice it's called drum breakables but anyway, that's, yeah, that's roadie look talk. Look at Flight Pattern Bob. He's like, wow, man. Right? He's he's always writing shit down. No, man, that's cool. But anyway, Breakables. Okay, well, that's, anyway, that's cool. But so between bands, so Dan's standing on the drum riser, changing out the snare and taking, and I'm helping him take cymbals down and stuff. And all of a sudden, he falls off the back of the drum riser. Oh shoot! Yeah, and I would, I didn't think anything of it. Next thing I know, he texted me and he said, man. I, I think I need to go to the hospital. Uh, I can't put any weight on this thing, and it's you know swelling up. And I went back to the dressing room and looked at it, and it you know was huge. So we got him over to the hospital. He got uh, told that it was fractured in two spots. They wrapped it up for him. His mother's a nurse, so she sent a bunch of stuff for him to put on, you know, uh, a brace and all kinds of shit. Uh, he finished the tour. It was his left leg, so he didn't need that for the kick drum. So everything worked out. It was great. He finished great the tour. Yeah. That's... But we took September off so he would have time to heal. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts, man, because that was... Uh, you, still had a, you still had a handful of oh, shows, man. Oh, we had a man. shitload of shows, yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, we had a lot of shows left. And he uh, finished like a trooper. I mean, there were days where we wouldn't have days off, you know, four or five, you know, mm -hmm. we'd have four or five shows. It was a hell of a run, man. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's not just, there's more to a show day than just uh, uh, an He's hour. He's beers. You're all right. Ten yeah. set time. You know, I mean, there's you know, the sound check and there's a bunch in the can I just, load in and load. Can I just say this, Mike, that yeah. usually you equate the end of summer with uh, Labor Day weekend, mm -hmm. but when that tour ended and the videos kind of slowed down oh, a little yeah, bit from that, it's like when it was the last show. Uh huh. I was yeah, like, "Wow, was man, summer's too. over." Because it was like I, I I watched this whole thing from a distance, and we were lucky enough to get it here at the King of Clubs. Yeah, great and place. It was yeah, it was a great night, man. Oh, it was so. Uh, but much I, fun. I just. That was so much fun. I, that's why I brought you here. Because, look, I know you can probably only tell us 30% of what ah. happened. You are a tour manager. Ah, yeah, so, yeah. you know, we, I don't need you to get all Noel Monk here. But, <laughs> oh, but, man. Right, right? But, I love Noel Monk. What a good, right? No kidding, yeah. man. But uh, it had to be fun. Uh, look, something I talked about, and this is a great little icebreaker as far as this tour goes and, and kind of get you going as far as 
Slim Tender and these videos. Oh my God! So, but the thing was, so Slim Tender was oh. making these videos, right? Well, Sam Bam was making. Okay, them, so yeah, Sam Bam, and I, that's that's he all. was he was you know holding the camera and and doing all the editing. Okay, to, you know because Dan, or Slim can't you know. I mean, honestly, oh my God, I love him to death. It was so much fun to watch. It was so much fun to Hilarious. watch. Hilarious. And then we we knew because there was a couple shows they had done on their own. Yeah, there was a couple shows you guys had done on your own, and you all kind of were meeting. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And both Chad Stewart and Chip talked about when that whole thing was gonna was gonna happen. So then Chip's doing these videos with them. Just yeah. talk about that. I mean, I mean, they would just find some whatever city we were in. They would find, you know, like we were in this place called Eagle Pass, Texas, which is right on the border of Mexico and, and the United States. Is that where they were running on the other side of the fence yeah. and back? Yeah. The wall. Yeah. Yeah. It dude. was hilarious, you know, and the. <laughs> And cops play along. You know, there was, a, uh, I think, in New Bedford, uh, Massachusetts, where the police were acting like they were arresting them. And, you know, yeah. uh, they just, it, whatever whatever props are around, you know, and these guys just kind of ad-lib shit. And it's very funny. It's I no, mean, it's, Danny it's, is it's, chipped together. I mean, they just forget it. That was insane, man. Yeah. Because everybody knows that Chip's one of the biggest personalities from the scene. Yeah, yeah. And and oh yeah. And and then Slim Tender, Danny has just kind of become this thing as well. Yeah, he's I'm a, a he's, Budweiser and talk. Yeah, man. It, but it and it, he it lives worked. it, man. He's but he's a, such a great guy. You know, he's so much fun to be around. You brought up and and here's here's some of the players that I've seen at. I mean, I, we got to see uh, Vivian Campbell. Uh, Doug Aldrich. I think of some of these guitarists that I've seen at the King of Clubs this summer. Yeah. Sam, bam, Colton, dude. Yes. Here's the thing. Like, that was that was the cat that everybody was talking about at the end of the night. Really? I, I yeah. just... I, He's one of the he's one of the better young guitarists. Oh, for sure. And I look, and I'm a Justin Young guy from South of Eden, and I know even Justin be like, wow, man, that that guy is good because he's young. Yeah, he's young like the boys from from South of Eden. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, that's right. Um, he's one of the best guitar players I saw all summer. He really uh, put. You know, I I've seen, and I'm not taking anything away from the previous guitar player in Faster Pussycat. No, not even no, man. All those I guys won't are good names. No, but, but all those guys are good nails the solos yeah. and just sounds so good he's so natural and i am a huge faster pussycat fan you know and i was able to thank tammy for those first three albums that i loved so much you know and he was How cool he was, was that great. yeah i love doing that i love he thanking, sounds great man he's, yeah. he sounds so good now that he's healthy and yeah he mean, sounds awesome man that's the best faster pussycat is oh is yeah sounding. they sounded so good every night yeah you know they were just killed now i'm happy for chad and, and chad's all the, a great drummer right man i'm happy yeah. for all those guys that's just a fun group I, I that really was i mean think about that tour i mean you were on it mm-hmm. I, I can't even for, as a kid who grew up in the 80s i know i just you know that would have been the, that would have been the ultimate man i always say that to myself too whenever like i'm in a situation where you know i'm with these guys from these bands right and i i say to myself you know is this really is this really happening i mean if i was 18 and i told myself hey in 30 years uh you're gonna be hanging out with these guys that you're listening to the cassette in your car on the way to you know right your part-time job or whatever while i'm in high school and i'm like yeah that would never happen bullshit that's not you know you're crazy but then when it happens it trips me out and i'm so appreciative of it you know i love it and I, you know, what are some of the uh, 
Speaking of appreciating and loving, what are some of the cooler venues that you, oh, you guys? Because you saw there was there was one Mike where I saw you guys and you were like playing under street lights at this club. It was like an old. It was like out west, yeah, somewhere. It was North like you guys Dakota. were in. You were like yeah in North Dakota, Dickinson, and it was North Dakota. It was one of the coolest settings I've yeah. ever seen. Oh, that was great for a show. I was like, holy shit! Yeah, our, that is so cool. The oh. pictures. I don't even. I mean, you probably would say they don't even do it justice. No, but it does. They looked amazing. It's just beautiful. Like it looks like an old west town. Right. And great people. And our dressing room was this building that was built in 1901. You know, wow. and the, with a 120 Dude. year old pool table in it. You know, all that. It was just yeah. That gig was great. It was on the back of a truck, uh, a flatbed truck. You yeah. Know, the, the, there was a festival for the town. It was so much fun. Dude, it looked. I was like, holy shit. That's like, it looked like a postcard. And it's got to be a town full of metal fans from you know the Isn't hair that metal something? because I tell you the promoter was telling me that they book firehouse any you know any of these hair metal bands that are still out touring, they bring them there because these people love, the people in that town love that genre of music so much. When they, shit gets weird. So What's the, the name? Let me write that down. Dickinson, North Dakota. Dickinson. <laughs> yeah. Write this down, Heartland. This is where we're moving when we take the family. So Dickinson. Dickinson, North Dakota. North Beautiful Dakota. country. All right. You got that flight pattern, Bob? He's in Florida. He set thinks everything's He's set down there. Dickinson, North Dakota. All right. God, it just looked good. So something, give me something else. Give me something else. Um, you know, there was the, um, well, our bus broke down. You know, we had a tour bus this time. I do. Right. And, well, M the M3 festival was awesome, by the way, uh, as far as festivals. Who all was, uh, name some of the bands on Well, that. the night that we were there was Accept and M and um, Oh, and you Queensryche. heard Balls to the Wall, dude. Yeah, yeah. And Queensryche. Right. Um, so I saw them, but uh, that was great. But, yeah, our bus broke down. We had to go, then that was an ordeal right there. We had, we, it broke down in Denver, and we still had about uh, 20 shows left. So we had to rent a couple of cars, put all of our shit in these cars, drive all the way from Denver to South Texas. Then uh, about a week later, we got a new, uh, we got a 15-passenger van that we were not allowed to take the seats out of. So we had to put all of our shit, it was like Tetris <laughs> around the seats in the van, and, you know, every night was a pain in the ass loading out because I knew I had to fit this shit in just the right way. You know, thank God Tori helped me most of the time or I would have still been there doing this shit. Oh, my you God. Know, we couldn't, the Enterprise wouldn't let us take the seats out of the van, so it made it very difficult to pack. But we, you know, the show must go on. We only missed two shows and we did a shitload of driving. I saw so much of this beautiful country out west, too. Wyoming, Utah, wow. Nevada. Gorgeous. You know, we were out in California. I mean, just beautiful country. And that's, so that's what I did over the summer. And I, you know, but the venues are beautiful, too, for the most part. We played, I met some great people, saw some cool stuff. Um, Trav, uh, what's his name? Uh, Le Lexi Fox. Lexi, oh, the, uh, from, from Steel, uh, Panther? Steel Panther? Yeah. He was at our show in Colorado Springs, which was a surprise. He's friends with Chip, and, I, and he's friends with a couple of the other guys. I'd met him before. He's a great guy, but he had just quit Steel Panther. He just Panther. quit Steel Panther. Yeah, So, but I didn't want to ask him, hey, dude, what's going on? You know, because I, you know, I didn't want to bring it up. I was just, I wanted to know, but I don't know why he, or what the real reason is, right. why he's those not. Guys were, those guys make a killing, too, well, yeah, don't they? For they're sure I mean, they, they do. Holy I mean, they're, shit. Yeah, right? So the, why would... Uh, Jesus. They, I, I know. Either he was, you know, 86 or, okay. he, you know, he just said enough's enough. 
no pun intended, <laughs> and I'm gonna take my money and right. just chill and do something else. But either way, he's a great guy. And um, Ryan Seacrest was at our show in Denver. What? Yeah. Uh, Chip comes out and he goes, "Hey, Ryan Seacrest is in there, bro." And I go, "Oh, sure." You know, I didn't even think twice about it. And I walked in. An hour hold hold later. the Ryan Seacrest story. I think I hear something, and I'm gonna get us a new beer. Here we Fly pattern let, me turn, let me turn his mic up just a little, a little bit. Uh, yes, Bob. Yeah, throw it on the floor, bro. Archie Southwest Airlines out of Atlanta. Okay, how much hot trim? In the, and since we've got an enough, enough guy in here. said hot trim. Okay. Only four, yeah, four. four. Sorry. Yes, Sorry. yeah, yeah. That's that pretty is. Much. I've done the math. That's eight chicken baskets. Genie, <laughs> <laughs> Genie, <laughs> yeah. Beasley. You need another one? Yes, please. It's underproduced. I'll keep this all in. You threw your beer on the ground. I did. I figured I'd do. Uh, Bob, no, you don't need to get that. What? Okay, well, Bob's wow. going right Bob, on. I just, I think he feels oh, bad. We're having a. Uh, do a video just a little bit. Yeah, Bob does. He does a lot of. Uh, things behind the scenes that you don't really well i guess we do so here's a yeah thank you bob appreciate you (laughs) brooms in the corner at the end of at the end of at the end of october bob's heading back to florida so i've really got to figure out what the hell i'm gonna do you're gonna have to get your own beers i'm good well i'm gonna have to get my own beers uh and and who's gonna tell me about the flights and the trim and well, maybe we that. can, uh, you know, what's technology? We got to have something. Yeah, I know, but it's not the same. No, it's just you're not right. the same to have your buddies here in the wintertime. So what I did this year, I mean, I shut it down and just did phone calls and yeah. stuff and stuff like that. Dude, I had we've had Rudy Sarzo call this show. That's we've great. had Stephen Piercy, uh, as far as in the garage, but like Jack Russell. Uh, I mean, it's just been Chad Stewart. I mean, Chip. And yeah. it's just, it's been, it's been cool, but I've had local guys call Rick, as well. Rick Martellino, Rick Soga. I mean, I haven't had, I need to have Soga. Oh, you here. haven't? He called, it was, that was that Eddie show. That the first oh, yeah. Garage Days we ever did. I was so honored did. to be involved. Thanks, man. That, I, no, that's cool. And I was, as you got your Van Halen hat on. Yeah, man. Um, but no, I think I had all those cats. The first show we ever did for Garage Days was the, was right after Eddie passed. So we just. We did that and just kind of did so a you're coming up a on tribute. your one year. I know, man. It's like it's close to the 25th show. Wow. We're getting close to the 25th. I'm, I think I have enough for a clip show. Nice. You know, like yeah. every 70s and 80s sitcom. they had, Yes. In the early 90s, they had clip Absolutely. shows. I think I've got enough for a clip show. Well, you need to have Soga on because I would like to know more just, about him. He's so good. He's so good. We've, you know, that's the beauty of it, have him come here now because final analysis he did every van halen album i can even oh. think of dan or did you should have had down him with in me, to play but, but he did what's that you should have had rick in to play mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. instead of talk about he's, them play them because he's dude. so good he's so good i remember i saw shock two a couple of years back when they played somewhere up in up on sawmill i can't remember the chameleon was it, or was something it, Lazy Chameleon? Yeah. Or Flame? Okay, Lazy, right I think, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was with Joey and, and Jim. Uh, yeah, and Ricky, of mm. course. And and I was standing up kind of close, and I had uh, one of my Diver Down uh, yeah. con- uh, concert yeah. t-shirt on. And he gave me the nod, and I felt like I was a little kid again going to see Shock 2 and thinking, oh, these guys are, you know, would never acknowledge me. You right. Know, and, and, you know, it's kind of like seeing your Yeah, I'd love to hero. get so good. Thank you, Flight Pattern Bob. Here's the thing, man. So, like, I don't know. And the reason I did this 
I, this all even came about, number one, Bob built the bar here. But number two, with the whole lockdown and stuff, I, people weren't really coming over to the studio anymore. Yeah. So yeah. I'm doing this. And then this summer, it's kind of fun. And this fall, just yeah, kinda, this it's open. Cool, we're, we can still kind of... This is a cool uh, vibe. Yeah. Not that a studio isn't. No, but it's different, but man. But this is cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. And Garage Days. Yeah, right? I like Metallica, the title. Yeah. Right? But I spell it with a Z because, you know... I like your style, Shit Arch. goes on in here, man. It's just, it happens. It's kind of a scene. So uh, the, did we get all the cooler venues out? Because, Mike, I, honest to God, Beasley, for you to do all the things you've done, I mean, as far as yeah. this past summer, I want to make sure we hit all the proper venues. Yeah, I mean, you know, the whiskey we played, of course, legendary uh, bar in Hollywood. Right. Um, every time I play, or every time I, every time we have a show nah, there. man, you're, you're on well, the team, Well, I hate bro. to say you're that because when, you know, um, whenever enough plays there or whatever, and, uh, you know, we're up in the dressing room or in one of the nooks and crannies of the place. It just trips me out when you think of all of the bands that have been there. Right. You know, and have sat in this dressing room and have taken a leak in this toilet and have been on that stage. You know, it's just mind boggling. The talent that and I'm not even, you know, since the 60s, this place has been jumping with kick-ass bands, and um, you know, including one uh, but, but, Van Halen. Yeah, man. But most of our favorite bands and this, the music that we love came through those. Yeah, absolutely. Those walls, that was, man. you know. Hold on here. Hold on. Here we comes, oh yeah, it's fly pattern Bob. Bob, Bob before, before you say anything, and I don't want to steal your thunder here, but that sounded like a small plane. It sounded like a small plane. It's <laughs> not China. What? What? No. What is it? Bob. It's a uh, drone. It's a drone. So, well. It's some little kid down the street. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you how many, how, how much no, hot trim. Okay. No hot chips. <laughs> Zero trim. Zero trim wow. on that one. All, All right. right. So here's the deal, Mikey. You're, I think you're going to dig this. So this is the first episode. This is the first episode where we have our weekly top 10. Mm, All right, okay. and I, I talked about this in the intro. So, Matt, wait, are you going to ask me a top ten? No, okay, no, right, no, good. I didn't prep you on this. This was well, actually no, that's something. Fine, but I, no. I have OCD, so it takes me so long to figure oh, out. Yeah. Oh, people this? say, "What's your this favorite band?" Right I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I love all of them. <laughs> so, well, what about so and so? Yeah, they suck. I no. think there's going to be some stuff. So, what, here's the deal. So, I'm going to kind of put this alongside every. Uh, Garage Days podcast. It's just a weekly top 10. It can be old songs, it can be new songs, but it's whatever me and my buddies are just kind of playing in, in, in the garage and stuff oh, right that I play on. here in, in the Hawk's Nest. Right. So, yeah, it could be local. It could be whatever. Okay. So Okay, so check okay. this out. Number 10, just getting kind of fired up for the uh, the Jeff Tate show with the King of Clubs. Uh, number 10 is uh, Walk in the Shadows, Queensryche. Great song. So, you know, we, we know the records that he's going to be, I mean, Rage for Order, Empire, He's in doing their, both of those, right? In their entirety. And and look, man, I would love to hear some Empire, don't get me wrong, but I, w I would much rather hear Walk in the Shadows or London. Of course. Or just, but to hear Rage for Order is going to be really, really yeah. cool. Number yeah. nine, Knock Me Down, the new L.A. Guns song. Have oh, you heard I the new L.A. Guns? That. No, no. Dude, Phil and Tracy. Oh, great. Big fan, we're big fans here out, you yeah. know, out in, the, uh, in the Hawk's Nest and everywhere me else. Me too. All these guys, man. We, we love L.A. Guns. And this... And really, the zone that that Tracy and Phil have been oh, on in dude, the last five, Phil's five, six voice years, yeah, is 
so good live. No mm. tracks. He is 100% live. You know, I toured with them for a couple months, yeah. a couple of years ago. And, I mean, I, I it was an absolute pleasure every night to hear those guys. And then with Johnny Martin on bass and Scott Coogan on drums, those guys are a great fucking band. <sighs> I mean, they deliver. Number eight, the writing on the wall. It's from the new Iron Maiden album, Sinjitsu, wow. which uh, the, the, the record, and I know uh, Crazy Train Dwayne, has been talking about that new Iron Maiden record, and it's really, really good. Uh, I've only got, I've only gone through it like once or twice. So there's a couple other songs. This was the first kind of single that you saw. Hmm. So and there was I a video for it. Yeah, writing the writing on the wall. So that is a uh, number eight on the garage. This is our first count. This our uh, yeah, man, up the irons, bro. <laughs> uh, number seven. This is kind of crazy. Midnight in Tokyo. Y and T. Wow. Yeah, dude. I heard it. I well, I heard it the other day, so it's like in my search oh, now. Yeah. So okay. I heard it and now like I can't stop listening yeah. to, to that. So Man, have you ever seen them? I, I've never seen oh, Y and T. I saw them once. You went we were talking to Was that on a cruise? Because they uh, were on no. one of, they were, I thought they were they, on one of those cruises they, you guys they were. They were. I didn't I don't remember seeing them on the cruise, mm. but I saw them at this theater and um Damn. In uh, California Dave around Medicati. the time of Nam. Just, yeah. Uh, Medicati was the only one. But they, they didn't do any. They did like shit from yesterday and today. They did like old oh, wow. shit. Wow. Like when they, they were, didn't when, do summertime girls or like or, uh, shows that Lars went and saw. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Right? Oh, yeah. I love that. It anyway. was cool though because Medicati still can shred. He's, he's great, man. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so Midnight in Tokyo, that's at number seven. How crazy is that? Great. Uh, number six, check this out. On with the action. Live at the Agora Ballroom in Columbus. I got the box set for Strangers in the Night, the UFO. Oh, wow. And they have the Columbus show. Okay, so the Columbus show. Dude, they got the Youngstown. They got the Cleveland. But it's the Agora Ballroom, obviously, which is the Newport. Yeah. Okay, and so this would have been in October of 1978. But wow, there's subtle differences. They played the same. I've got all the shows from that tour. Uh, now they used the Chicago one for uh, for for the actual Strangers in the Night, the one that we all for heard, the, yeah, um, oh, growing up you. and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, so so there's subtle changes, but that song happens to be one on the Columbus show. And anyway, it just it sounds amazing. So I've been Did playing that shit. Here? Here. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lived here, and yeah, that's a whole other. Yeah. Whew. Man, it's it's. I still think he, I I regard him as one of the best heavy metal bass players. Yeah, ever, for sure. Ever. I mean, absolutely. Tragic There's story. A few, just yeah. a lot of lot of. That's uh, tough. It's tough. But man, he was always super cool to me. Him and Joe Show were tight. Man, were they? Dude, like when I first and I t- I've told this story before on, on this podcast. But when I was an intern, I came in in '96. Was an intern intern for Wags and Elliot, and Joe Show was like, "Hey, man, do you want to come on and kind of shadow me?" When I was like, absolutely, I do. Yeah. But I, so I got to do it with with him and Dave, man. You know, it was just super cool. Yeah. And uh, the first day, Joe, like, you remember Joe? He would oh. say, hey, man, I, I don't say that as a, because I know you were tight oh, with Joe. But you remember, I guess my point is, you remember how Joe was. Yeah. My first day back there, he's like, ah, put, get back here. You know what you're doing. And just, <laughs> he just kind of sat back. And he's like, you it. answer the phones. You answer the phones, Arch. You're Archie. <laughs> you know, he was saying all this stuff. And I was like, all right. Uh, so the, fir- the hotline rang. And it's like, hey, is, uh, 
is Pete Way? Is, is Joe Show there? And I was no just like, shit. holy shit. Wow. That's Pete Way from, I was, this is, I was just blowing my mind yeah. that Pete yeah. Way. So he had something that was in the, you know, mid nineties. And he was talking about how the band was talking. They were going to get back together with Shanker and all this oh, shit. And yeah. I'm listening to him and Joe talk. Wow. Yeah. So when God Joe passed, him. Pete Way called me and I put that on the air. Man. When, yeah, yeah, man. It's just, that. it's just, uh, just Pete was awesome, man. Such yeah. a, yeah. Well, him and Joe are hanging out now. Right on. Huh? Yeah. There's uh there's there's two different ways to play bass, Beasley. There's a uh, wrong way and there's a Pete way. <laughs> so just always, I love it. Uh, number five, Diamonds and Rust huh. live at the Hawks Nest, Green Thirteens. Anthony Clay. That is a favorite here between uh, Flight Pattern Bob and all of us. He sat right. He was one of the first performers. He was the first performer that we had here. Anything Anthony Clay. He did Diamonds and Rust, and it was. It was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, number four, My Fate from the Dead Daisies. Has that record, uh, Holy Ground. Listen. Oh, my God. That was probably my favorite record of the whole summer. Really? It was. Without Man, a doubt. Without I never listen to new music. I always well, that's go why to we're doing this. stuff. You know? That's why we're doing this, because this will turn us on. Oh, we got to hold on here. That'll turn us on. Here it comes, oh, yeah. It's fly pattern bomb. Fly pattern Bob, what do you got for us? What is that? It's, it's another unknown. No another unknown. Pattern. There's a lot of shit going on, well, Beasley. We don't know. We really well, I, I know, man, but it's scary. like I don't. Scary. Yeah, what's going on out here? I don't know, dude. It what? It could be a drone. Yeah. Could be. From where? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that, crazy train. <laughs> Number three, <laughs> Son of a Prodigal Son by Tora Tora. This was the record they did two years ago. And let me just say this, that uh, they've got a new song. Tesla has a new song. That'll probably be in my weekly top ten, but I'm just starting to get those in my rotation. Man, you're a better, better I'm trying to, man. stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to, man. I'm trying to. I'm going to need you Son to forward me all son. of these songs. You got it. That's why we're doing it, man. And These are songs I'm telling you, Beasley, you'd love these. Uh, number two. And this has, and uh, the the gentleman in attendance will back me up on this. The last song from my resting place, Black Country Communion. That's the number two song right now in most garages out here in Licking County. Huh. Now that is a song, okay, that is written from the perspective of the band on the Titanic. Oh, boom! Right, yeah, right. Cool. So it, it's kind of cool, um, just how he says, "I soothed every soul." Uh, except for mine. It's the ultimate artist song. It's the yeah. ultimate musicians. They're playing. And that's when Black they, Country Communion. Black Country yeah. Communion. So that's Bonham, Glenn, and then Bonham Joe Bonamassa. Yeah. yeah. And then they've got the dude from, I don't know, that plays keyboards. We Trust me, I'll. It's yeah. it's, it's underproduced, but it's, it's, I don't know, is he the dude from Dream Theater? I, I, I don't. Tishy? No. I no. Anyway. Have you ever seen Hughes live? Yes, at the. Freaking king of clubs, man. Oh, that's that right. Was with this year with the da yeah, that's daisies. Right. Yeah, isn't he great? He, he is. And that's why we need to quit banging on all these singers who we grew up with who can't sing anymore. Not everybody can be Glenn Hughes or Paul Rogers. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are timeless. Not ever. Yeah. You, you, these, those guys the are guys. in their 70s. Those guys are in their 70s, and they yeah. still sound good. And they, Dude, Glenn Hughes sounded. That was one of the... 
I mean, that was a bucket list for me, man. And to see him oh, in a setting yeah. like that. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yeah, fantastic. I never saw the Daisies, but, well, with him, I saw them with... Uh, with Karabi. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but I saw him solo one time in Chicago, and he was fantastic. It was a small place yeah. like the clubs. Came. Oh, so you got to hear, like... The, like the purple and you got to hear oh all yeah the he stuff. did the whole run man his, his i owe me he did stuff. everything I mean, well, you know what no right? no i don't okay. think so okay, fair but enough, fair he enough. did every, he did everything gotcha and this was in about 2017 16 he's a, he's amazing Great but man. there's a, but there's yeah. only a few guys i mean those guys are in their 70s the yeah. the paul rogers and yeah. the clean for True. them to still sound amazing you've got to check that song out and also uh, flight pattern bob heartland and uh, crazy train can back me up on this the bonamassa solo is phenomenal. Is it, guys? Is it's it's it'll knock your doors off. We're gonna watch it when we're done here. Okay. Because you need to. It needs to be in your top ten. And the number one. And everybody here. These three guys were here for it. And when you and I uh, were hooking up the other night, uh, Beasley, I played this for you. Uh, the Traveler live at the Hawks Nest. Ehab Amran from South of Eden. And yeah. I, I I told you. Did you heard it with the with the crickets? Yeah. And everything. Just unbelievable. That guy, I mean. How, how good? I mean, it's, and it sounds. Just sitting there in your car listening to it was giving me right. chills, you know. Right. I was like, Jesus, this guy's got talent coming out of his ears. Uh, but they all do. Yeah. Everyone Great in that band. band. Really good Everyone band. in that band. Yeah. I mean, we're all, these guys here, we're all super tight with Justin. And just, I think he is, uh, <laughs> you, to hang. Yeah. With that. Yeah. You know, and, and Tommy and Nick, that's just a hell of a rhythm section. That's, you know, and the thing is, for people outside of Columbus, when they hear this, I have buddies I, I've grown up with, and there are people who listen to this podcast, and they're like, bro, are you, are you really this South of Eden? Because I tell them, I said, look, man, they're better than Greta. They're better than Dirty. They're, they're better than these other bands. In fact, those, those two bands that I just mentioned, who I really like, yeah, the, their, their last couple were flat to me, man. And I think these kids from Columbus... They don't. They don't make flat ones, man. Yeah. This is. They're on a roll right now. Here it comes, oh yeah! It's fly pattern bound. It is. Mike turned up, sort of. Out of Chicago. Out of Chicago. Yeah. Six hot six, six, six. Six orders of hot trim. Wow. Listen to that. Listen to what that I app like tells it. him. I mean, it's very. That's a pretty informative ad. <laughs> yes, I say thorough every week, but informative. Yeah. Informative is, is, yes, you're probably spot on there, Mike. Uh, so as far as future plans, so we're, we're, we're September, that's a no-go, but are you hearing things? Are you guys going to yeah, try and get out? Yeah, we're doing dates with Tora Tora in October. Damn it. Which will be great, and then we're going to the UK <sighs> and Spain in November, hopefully. So as far as heading to Spain, like what would you, like in Europe, if you have to go to Europe or anything like that, what do you, so what, as, a, as a tour manager, what, what are the dates getting lined up for you? And then are you calling? Yeah. This is what I want to know. Then I have to. When you're doing this. I mean, when, so yeah, boom. So Beasley, we got shows in Spain. Yeah. Okay. So I get a hold of our booking agent. He gets me the contracts for the show. And then I do what's called an advance where I get a hold of, I'll email the promoter or, or whoever and say, you know, here's what we need, you know, and just kind of, you right. know, our rider, our stage setup, you know, what we need and everything and my contact number. And they normally ignore it until the day before the show. Not all of them do. No, wow. You know, a lot of them will get back to me and then I'll be able to put an itinerary together 
And then, you know, if we need to fly somewhere, which hopefully we won't on this run because mostly it's just the UK, but we do go to Spain. So we, I, you know, we'll probably, I'd like to drive to Spain, but we'll probably fly. Uh, so I'll have to book flights and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> wow, dude. But I'm going to take, like, Madrid is our last day, and we're all going to take, like, you know, three or four days before we fly home just to enjoy Spain. You know, I would hope. That's the, <laughs> that's the fucking best part. Right? I mean, I get to see great bands and, and work with cool people, but to travel these places, shit, that's so cool. Yeah, it is. You know? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's way I cool. I love it. Brother, thanks for coming back out. Oh, man. Is it done already? I think so. Wow. Well, dude, it's, it's like the thing is, it's, I was looking at this. It's been 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I is that it. long enough? I mean, I don't know. I went through. You know, I think so. You know what I don't like when I get a video or something or somebody mm. sends me uh, some Too audio? Long. Yeah. And it's like, God, do I really want to invest that much time? Right. I think we're good. I think we uh I, I think, think we, we hit it. it all, man. We it's... had good time, good shows over the summer. Thanks to anybody who's listening that came. That was it was great, fantastic. We'll do it again. And I had a great time with you at the King of Clubs. It was just so much great fun. Great venue. Man. It was just so much fun. It yeah. was good to see the guys. Enough's enough. Is it, it the, the group that Chip has assembled is just it's super tight, man. Yeah, and I thought that was a really great tight. double bill with you guys and Faster Puts Academy. Made too. a ton of sense. Oh, it was so Made much fun. Made a ton of sense. Both bands killed, and uh, look for a Hard Rock Night uh, coming out soon. The Enough's Enough record. There you go. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, how, how soon? <laughs> before I, uh, I before think I it's wrap before it the end of the year. Okay, yeah. cool. I think that's what he's shooting for. Beasley, And Chip has you. a solo album coming out, too. What the? Yeah. Jesus, I should have. Well, that'll be well, That would have got us up to at least 50 minutes or an hour. <laughs> that'll be another time. Another time. Yeah, we'll get him involved. He'll want to push that. Good deal. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate you, Beasley. Absolutely, man. Hey, looking at the Garage Day's upcoming schedule, sub September 17th. Check this out, Beasley. We're going to have uh, Ricky Wolf from the King of Clubs. Oh, cool. Uh, I had, Good guy. I had written this down tentatively, but that's not the case. On September 24th, uh, we've got Alex Grassi from Quiet Ride, who's oh, going yeah. to be on the show. Uh, they are playing Express Live here in Columbus on October 2nd. That whole thing... The whole quiet ride thing fascinates me. So I, I, I want to talk to him about that. You see, well, you see so many stories online, uh, but I want to hear from Alex firsthand. I mean, yeah, I mean, Jizzy Pearl, who and I love. Ask him, ask Alex if they do any uh, love hate songs. Do you think they would? I don't know. That oh. kind of just crossed my mind. Why not? Yes. I mean, Bla I do mean, some blackout. They're man. doing. They're doing. It's a cover band at this point, anyway. Oh, right. But you know? here's and this is what I want to talk to him about because he was well. There actually, Rudy's in. in, right? Well, and Rudy's awesome. in at the beginning of next year. Ah. So that these are th that's what I'm saying. There's so many got stories. Questions. There's so yeah. many stories floating uh, floating around. I want to talk to him, especially about that that Rudy Sarzo angle and him being back in the band. Uh, speaking of October. October 29th will be the Flight Out of Ohio episode as we say goodbye to Flight Pattern Bob until uh, until the spring, Beasley. Ah. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the nights well, of the... We'll need a hot trim count, Bob. <laughs> We're gonna, <laughs> you have to culminate that before we... Before you split, bro. Yeah, just uh, let us know when you get there how much hot trim was on the plane. The, uh, <laughs> the Knights of the Rock Table have been confirmed for that show. So has Green 13's Anthony Clay, who will be performing the Flight Pattern Bob theme song live right here in the Hawk's oh, Nest. Cool. So, I mean, there are so many options out there when it comes to podcasts, but who has more fun than, oh, than, than, than us, man? Thanks Good time. so much for the downloads, everybody. Until the next episode, stay frosty.
I'll have to check that out.